Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here it is, your Friday, April 9th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. You know, I really wish that we could enjoy that game last night. The team is in a position now where it's all about the result. Because of the standings, because of the amount of the games they have left against the Boston Bruins, how many points they are back, the fact that they only play the Bruins one more time, which is coming up tomorrow, because two points in the standings are paramount. And the Bruins won last night. They got a 4-2 win over the Washington Capitals. So all said and done, even though, God, we've used this word so much this year, process, the process of the game was very good. It was an entertaining, very tight-checking hockey game that the Flyers didn't look overwhelmed by in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, the first portion of the first period on the road is always tough. And the Islanders came away with two goals. They scored a minute and three seconds of each other, one on a breakdown in coverage defensively from a guy that you usually don't have have that happen with, and Ivan Provorov. And then in the second one, he blew a tire, lost an edge, and created a turnover and a prime scoring chance, and the Islanders capitalized on that. But after that, the Flyers had to kill off the five-minute major penalty that Sam Moran got for boarding and was ejected from the game. He had to play with five defensemen the rest of the way. The penalty kill was the best in total for a game that we've seen all season. God, maybe in a couple of seasons. And they grabbed momentum from it. They got the goal in the first period from Nicholas Albe-Kubel, which was a, a kind of a, a good luck goal. We haven't seen a lot of good luck, right? And then, you know, in the third or in the second period, when they get the game tied on Jake Voracek's goal, you just see really smart hockey on that play. You know, Robert Haig, 10-foot pass up the wall to Travis Konechny, gets his feet moving, picks his head up, looks across the ice, hits Drew in stride perfectly. Jake Voracek sees the play developing. He drives the right side of the ice. Drew lays a perfect pass over to him. That left shot of Jake Voracek cuts to the middle and fires a perfect shot off the post and in. And I tweeted out right after that goal went in. I said, when this game is played and executed properly, man, it is a beautiful sport. And the four players that contribute on that, simple, you know, it's it's not a mind-blowing play that Haig makes, but he gets it to Konechny. Konechny does the right thing, doesn't just throw the puck to a spot, gets his head up, boom, spots him. Great cross-ice pass to Giroux in stride. Boom, great, Drew lays a great pass over to Jake Voracek in stride. Like all Those things, that in stride part matters because that's what keeps the flow of the play up the ice and strains the opponent even more. It was beautiful. And then, you know, in the third period, they have some good opportunities on Sorokin. He makes some good saves. I was incredibly impressed with Carter Hart in the game, giving up those two goals early. They weren't bad goals. But you give up two, and it's it's real easy to go. I've had a couple of good outings the last couple that I feel pretty good about. I'm starting to establish some confidence. And then a minute three apart, two goals go in, seven and a half minutes into the game, and you're going, oh, no, here we go again. And he didn't. He bared down. He overcame it. He compartmentalized it into the back of his head and made some big stops along the way, That really important saves. And while the Flyers out uh, – outshot and had more attempts at the Islander net, the Islanders did have some good chances. Now, the Flyers had 56 shot attempts on the Islanders. The Islanders had 42. Over the last eight games for the Flyers, dating back to March 25th, 
They've led their opponents in shot attempts by a total of 502 to 361. That's an average of 62.75 shot attempts per game for the Flyers to just 45.13 shot attempts against. And while the process has certainly gotten better, the defensive structure, while not perfect, is absolutely better than it was in the month of March. Look, it couldn't have got worse. But it's markedly better. The only thing that matters now, and this is the part that sucks, the only part that matters now is that the result needs to be two points. And it's been one point on too many occasions, or like on Tuesday against the Bruins, no points. Because March was such a backward step with so many games, 17 games in the month, and playing your worst hockey at that time, it just put them in this position of, it doesn't matter what the process looks like. It doesn't matter if you outshoot the team. It doesn't matter if you get outshot 2-1. to one. It doesn't matter. As long as you come away with two points, that's all that matters right now. And that's a shame, because but that's where we are. That's the situation the Flyers are in. They have 17 games left. They're way back in the standings. You only play Boston one more time. That's coming up tomorrow here in Philadelphia. I mean, as it sits right now, the Flyers have played 39 games. They have 42 points. The Boston Bruins have played 37. They have 48. So in essence, you're six points back, and they have two games in hand, and you only play them once. So that it, it has become, for lack of a better term, a really tough putt. Really tough. And I thought the Flyers played a good game. They really played a good game last night. First two periods of that game were flying by. Very few whistles up and down the ice. Good plays, back pressure, forwards coming back and helping out D. 10-foot passes instead of 30-foot passes. All the elements were there except the win in the game and the second point, and they lose in a five-round shootout, which, as we know, no Flyer fan doesn't know this. The team, since the advent of the shootout, is the worst in the NHL. And I don't know. I mean, I hate the shootout. I don't, it has nothing to do with the fact that they're the worst in the league. I don't believe in turning a, a game over to a skills competition. I think that's silly. But that's a whole other argument for another day. Continue the three-on-three. Three. I don't even love the three-on-three, three, to be honest with you. But continue the three-on-three. Three. Shootout thing's ridiculous. If you want to give a team a point for losing in the shootout, okay. But don't give them a point for losing in the three-on-three three then. I don't know. I'm, I'm going off on a tirade now. Uh, we're going to hear from Elaine Vigneault and Carter Hart after the game. And there was something that Elaine Vigneault said in his press conference that's got me scratching my head again. And it's about Carter Hart. Because he was asked about Hart's play, and he's had three good performances in a row, and he said, you know, he, di- he did make some big saves back there, but he didn't have a very busy night. I'm just, I'm, I'm just scratching my head, wondering why the addition of he wasn't very busy back there. I, I didn't think there, there was a lack of him being busy. I thought he had a, a, an average workload for an NHL game. But uh, over the last couple of weeks, going back to when Carter had the reset, I, I was kind of scratching my head at, at some of the things Elaine said publicly about Carter and his work habits and and we're going to shut him down for a week and let him reset and blah, blah, blah. And then the other night he he also said, he also said when he was asked how he would evaluate Carter Hart, he just said Carter's a young goaltender playing a real tough position and he's trying his best. 
I'm just, it, it's got me scratching my head. Like, I, I don't know all the dynamics of, you know, how they're working through reestablishing his confidence and everything. But just some of it seems odd to me. It's just, this is just me being really honest. And it's not because he's a goalie, but it's just, I, I just don't know why the, the part of, and I, I want to get Elaine on and I want to ask him why the part about he wasn't very busy and he's trying his best. You know, I'm not saying you need to coddle players, but I just, I, I always look for the motivation or the upside and everything. And I'm trying to find the upside in, in some of those elements. So we'll see. Look, he's been coaching the NHL a long time. He knows how to motivate players. But they just, again, my eyebrow goes up. And it went up again when I heard that uh, post-game comment, which you're going to hear right now. Here is the head coach after the five-round shootout loss to the Islanders. You're probably tired of talking about it, but uh, you, sh- you shake your head with the, the slow starts. So obviously, you played real well after that, but uh, the slow start again came back to bite you. Well, it's not a slow start, Sam. I mean, we, uh, Sam, we came out uh, doing the right things. Uh, unfortunately, Provi doesn't get that shot through, and uh, and then uh, he's trying to take the pass away, and the shot goes off his stick, off their stick, and finds the back of the net. And the second time he fell, lost an edge, and uh, you know they had two shots and two goals. So, uh, not an easy situation uh, to start. Not because. Our guys weren't doing the right things. We're going to make a few mistakes there, <clears throat> but we battled back hard. We, I mean, we're competing. We're, you know, we're trying every shift, and nobody put their head heads down trying to do the right things. Had a lot of shot attempts that didn't, didn't get, get through. Give them credit. Uh, they do a lot of the right things out there defensively, and it was a challenge for us. Yeah, can you talk about Carter Hart? Do you feel like he's uh, getting back to his old self? Yeah, I mean. You know, he didn't get a lot of work, uh, but uh, he had a couple big saves to make, and uh, he did make them. Kind of thinking back to the beginning of March, you know, when you guys were playing. Charlie, Charlie, if you want to talk to me about tonight's game, I got no issues. Going back to the month of March, I'm not doing that. Got it. What, what um, do you know about tonight? I, I guess my question is is that you guys are, are playing well from a process standpoint right yes. now. The results aren't getting there. How do you keep the guys from getting frustrated you know, and then the process kind of falling apart. Yeah, that's a good question. And it's what we've been uh, talking to the group about is uh, not looking ahead, looking at what's in front of you and what's in front of you is the game that you have to play tomorrow. Uh, we're going to have a quick skate. We got an afternoon game on Saturday against Boston. That needs to be our focus. So we're going to focus on Boston. We're going to focus on what we need to do uh, to play well, to give ourselves a chance. I thought we played Real good game that last game. I thought we deserved a better outcome. Their top players came through for them. Uh, we need to focus on our next game, and that's what we're going to do. Elaine, what did you think of the uh, the call on Samuel Moran? Uh, and did you did you get a chance to see the uh, the hit on Sandheim that sort of looked kind of similar at the end of the third period? Obviously, I don't agree with the call on uh, Sam, uh, and I haven't gotten a, a chance to look at the the hit on Travis. Referees see the game the way they see the game. You know, it's hard to find silver linings in, in games like this, but it, it, fair to say uh, penalty kill, maybe the best effort that they gave you uh, all season tonight? Uh, it was a, a huge night for us, uh, that five minutes from uh, that we had to kill it when Sam got that call that uh, I, I don't agree with. 
and then the one the, in overtime, you know, we we didn't give them a scoring chance. So, uh, you know, I thought uh, our guys battled hard and uh, we did the right things. And hopefully we can carry that uh, into Boston. We, we know that Boston's got a great power play and they've been real good against us. Did anybody else's eyebrow go up when they heard that comment? I got some texts. I know some people, their eyebrow went up. So, And I looked at my Twitter real quick, and I know some other people's eyebrows went up. So I guess I'm not the only one. But let's hear from, well, the man himself and you know, talk about his confidence and the way he's playing. Let's hear from Carter Hart postgame after that five-round shootout loss to the Islanders. Yeah, Carter, I know you're not happy with the result, but that's three straight solid games for you. You feel like you're back to where you want to be? Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel good. Um, you just coming to work every day, um, trying to get better every day, and oh, I feel I feel solid in the pipes. So obviously not the result you want with uh, the extra point tonight in the shootout. But um, you know what? We get back out of here again on, on Saturday and Sunday, back-to-back. So um, just got to shift our focus there. I know uh, I know shootout losses are, are pretty frustrating in general, but uh, just given it comes down to a skills competition, but is it a little more frustrating just given where you guys are right now in the standings at this time of the year? Yeah, I mean, obviously you want the two points, but you know what? We didn't get it, so um, just got to look on to, to next game and, and come out really hard. Hey, Carter, I guess my question is, how do you keep the idea from creeping into your guys' heads that like, even when we play good games, it still doesn't go our way? Um, yeah, I mean, some things you can't control. Like, I mean... The other team gets some bounces. Um, sometimes we don't get bounces. I mean, that's just the game of hockey. Um, you just got to show up to uh, every game uh, with, uh, as prepared as possible. Um, and, I mean, we're coming out, we're playing hard. So I think we're going to get rewarded when you keep coming coming to working hard and, and just sticking to the process. I know sometimes it can be tough, but um, you just got to bear down. Carter, what do you say about the, your defense? Um, you know, you lose Sam halfway through the first period. Um, what's the chatter like when he goes out, and 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 what do you what do you think about the way the fellows played? Yeah, I mean, kind of questionable there with him getting hit, but or with him uh, with that that check there that he made. But I mean, we our, our PK was came up huge for us. That five minute kill was a game changer, I think, and really shifted the momentum for us. Um, then we score. Cube scores a nice goal. Um, so I think our, our PK really stepped up in 5D. Uh, definitely stepped up and played a lot more minutes. See, now I think you're hearing a far different Carter Hart, too. I think he is starting to feel it again a little bit. He's playing a lot better. He's not playing perfectly. He's not dominating, but he's playing a lot better. And he's a lot more comfortable in his own skin when his game's in order. And I think you can hear that in those conversations. You know, when he was at the peak of struggling in March, um, he, he sounded like a little lost on how to articulate it, how to process it, how to deal with it, how to overcome it. I don't think he sounds that way anymore. And his game is coming back. I mean, just the technical elements of his game are, are certainly way more in order. And one thing that I was really impressed with and with Carter in the shootout, he was very aggressive. Um, there's a term in goalie parlance called drifting. And what drifting is is when you come out and you drift back with the play. You drift back with the on the rushing attack. 
And he was coming out very far on those shootout attempts and drifting. Now, eventually you have to stop drifting because it's harder to make a save when you're drifting than it is when you are static. But he he did a really good job. And even when he had got to the position where he felt like he had to hold his ground and get static to make the save, to go into his butterfly, to go into whatever save selection he deemed, um, it was still an aggressive spot. We saw in some shootouts earlier when he was struggling that by the time his drift had come to a static position, he was really deep and just showing too much net. Didn't see that. I see a lot more confident goaltender. I saw him shoot out on a play in the third period on a, on a shot. I forget who it was. It might have been Ryan Pollock. Uh, there was a cross-ice pass that came across to Pollock, and he came straight in to the top of the circle for a shot and heart came darting out. I think he... He could see in his peripheral that he knew he had backdoor coverage and that he could get out and make himself big. That's a sign of confidence. When goalies aren't confident, they sit back and they wait. They wait on pucks. They don't go get pucks. And he was out there, I'm going to make myself big. I'm going to challenge you and go for it. And it, and it paid off. And he made a save on it. Uh, those are the little kind of nuance elements that you we're starting to see in his game again. And I thought he was good, which is why, again, I was a little struck by the way uh, Elaine Vigneault kind of threw that one line in there about he wasn't very busy back there tonight. So just, I guess I'm not the only one, and it, it, I'm sure people will hit me up on Twitter after hearing this that uh, maybe it didn't sit well with them, or, or hit me up on Twitter as well, at Jason Mert, if I'm making too much out of it. You know me, when it comes to goaltenders, I tend to micromanage a little bit. All right, that's going to put a wrap on this edition of Flyers Daily. Flyers back in action coming up tomorrow, Wells Fargo Center, and what is... At this point, I'm just going to say it. It's a must-win, not only a must-win, a must-win in regulation game. Period. End of sentence against the Boston Bruins. We'll preview it tomorrow for you as well. In the meantime, everybody, enjoy the rest of your Friday. Uh, enjoy the fact that the team's playing better, even though they didn't get the second point last night. But they needed that second point. All right, we'll talk to you on tomorrow's Flyers Daily. I know she said it's alright But you can make it up next time I know she knows it's not right There ain't no use in lying